As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. The Volume. The Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. No better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Basketball, football, they have awesome new and existing user promotions. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. You can get your winnings back in two hours. My favorite, the same game parlays. You can bet five or ten bucks in one hundred and fifty bucks or more. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Get started now. Sign up promo code Colin so they know we and I sent you the Colin Coward Podcast presented by the FanDuel Sportsbook. Hi, everybody, and welcome in. I've taken a few days siesta as the NBA season ended. We're going to have a great week. We got Nick Wright. We got Ian O'Connor from New York. We're going to have uh, Mike Silver. We're going to have Chad Millman. We are absolutely packed. Nick Wright today. Draymond Green called him out, and we're going to get to that. We always have a spirited 45-minute discussion. So, as you can see, if you're watching, I'm in a white t-shirt with a pocket. This is going to likely be, for the next six to eight weeks, how I dress for this podcast. Very casual. It is summer. It is a heater today in Los Angeles. And after this, I'm going outside, and I'm going swimming, and I'm in swim trunks right now. And for the next six to eight weeks, that's how you're going to have to consume me. Because on this podcast... I'm just letting it roll. I want to talk about this for about five minutes. So timing is everything. And there are certain times in my life where I haven't worked well with people. And then later on in life, I do work well with people. Uh, 
if you've been in a relationship, maybe you're with your wife and have you ever gotten into the discussion? Oh my God, if we'd have met like when we were teenagers, we would have hated each other. But we met after college. We were both in our jobs. We fell in love. My wife and I always joke about that. We, we would not have worked in high school, but we were both divorced and it worked really well. We were at a cool place in our lives, more mature, uh, probably a little vulnerable. And, you know, we clicked for the last 15 years. And I'm thinking about that story in The Athletic that Kyrie Irving and the Brooklyn Nets are at an impasse. And I really do think LeBron and Kyrie work for each other now. So the thing to remember about both, and LeBron has always been highly calculated. Kyrie Irving had his best three-point shooting year ever. And if LeBron played two more games, he would have officially led the NBA in scoring. LeBron and Kyrie are not declining players. They're just not available as much as people would like. Anthony Davis and Westbrook are declining players. And remember LeBron's fear in Miami. Why did he bail on Dwayne Wade? Because he feared he was getting old. Remember that right knee? Dwayne Wade could struggle on back-to-backs. He would give you about three, four games in a series, not six or seven. LeBron likes veteran players. But when he senses they're too old and getting banged up or declining, he has bailed on them. Go back to Cleveland. Go back to Miami. Go back to Cleveland again. Remember, Kyrie bailed on LeBron. LeBron didn't bail on Kyrie. So that's an important Facet to remember, Brooklyn needs a big, Anthony Davis would be that, Lakers need off-ball shooting, Kyrie would answer that. Don't get caught up in Westbrook, he's irrelevant, nobody really wants him, that's why he keeps bouncing around the league. But I think it is interesting to remember, if you look at LeBron's career, he doesn't like young players, and he bails on even friends who he feels become fragile, and I've been told twice by people inside the Lakers, LeBron is frustrated that Anthony Davis is declining and is aged very quickly. He peaked, look at the numbers, Anthony Davis peaked about four years ago. He's never been the same player because he's never committed in the offseason. He had a quote a couple of weeks ago, he hasn't touched the ball from April. He hasn't touched the ball since April, and he's never committed in the weight room. So when the rumors come up about the Lakers interested in Kyrie, I don't think it's a coincidence. It's right after the Warriors win. And all of a sudden you see LeBron working out with Kevin Love and you see discussions about the Lakers and Kyrie Irving. Just remember, remember when the Eagles were a great band and then in 1980, Don Henley and Glenn Fry broke up. Don Henley was asked, what are the chances of you guys ever getting back together? And he said, when hell freezes over. And then in 1994, they got back together. And their album was called Hell Freezes Over. And LeBron's at a point in his career where he is still great at initiating offense. The Lakers were second in the league last year, believe it or not, at getting open threes. They just didn't have anybody to hit them. And Kyrie Irving is coming off his best three-point shooting percentage of his career. Just because you can struggle at one point 
break up at one point doesn't mean you don't work together later. I think Kyrie and LeBron need each other. LeBron's tired of AD. KD's tired of Kyrie. Makes a ton of sense to me. You know, there's some argument for sports people about what is a dynasty. The Spurs, Greg Popovich, Tim Duncan never won back-to-back championships. And so many believe it was not a dynasty. Now, there's there's nothing in the definition of a dynasty that says you have to win back-to-back-to-back-to-back championships. But I do think occasionally when a team is successful for 8, 10, 12 years or more, it goes from a dynasty to an empire. And I think the Patriots, the Spurs, and now the Warriors have reached a point where they classify as an empire, which is empires don't last three years. Shaq and Kobe, three titles together a few more years before one year after, and they blow up. That's not an empire. That's two really talented guys that get together, win some championships, and wear each other out. The Miami Heat, the Heatles, their best year was year two, darn good in year three, declined and broke up after year four. Am I supposed to be more impressed with that? I don't even think that compares to what the Warriors have built. Dynasties can be short. Empires never feel like they are. In fact, the Patriots had two dynasties within what I would call an empire. The Spurs had several championships over 12, 13 years. And I think that's what's impressive about the Warriors. They're greater than a dynasty. Four titles, eight years. One shot from five titles, eight years. One shot and some injuries from six titles, eight years. They will be favored again next year. And what they really are is the essence of the sport. Top-down, smartest organization. Coach is a former player. The star wins as the number one or with KD as the number two. Three of their players have worked together for the entire span of it. I think Roger Federer, Serena Williams, that's not dynastic. That's an empire. They have created empires. Tiger Woods, Jack Nicholas, from courses to championships to speaking fees. That's beyond a dynasty. And it's very rare, but I think that's what Golden State has created, is that on so many levels, they are copied. Um, you, you have a former player as a GM, as a coach, a diehard basketball fan as an owner. Um, they draft and develop at the height of the profession. And, and so when people say, well, you know, did they win here and did they win there? I don't think dynasty is the ultimate compliment. I mean, if you told me in my career what I could become, the highest compliment is an empire. I make money with gambling podcasting, streaming, television, audio, subscription, advertising. That, that's far more impressive than having meteoric success briefly. An empire is when you have holdings. An empire is when you control many things. You're elite at scouting and coaching. You're elite at defense and shooting. Um, you start looking, if you deep dive on the Warriors, 
Like, unless you're in the Bay Area or a, or a five percenter, a diehard NBA fan, what they're doing now is phenomenal. They have many believe one of the best young big men, James Wiseman. He didn't play in the finals. One of the best athletic, twitchy, versatile defenders, Jonathan Kuminga. Didn't see him much, did you, in the playoffs? They have 6'5", Moses Moody from Arkansas. Highly dynamic. Is he the next Clay Thompson, but more athletic? So even the way they've developed this roster, people are trying to, for the last eight years, not only figure the Warriors out, but draft and develop the way they do. This baseball season turned K's into cash. Big hits into big wins with FanDuel Sportsbook. Okay, right now, new customers. Step up to the plate. No sweat first bet. Up to a thousand bucks. Here it is. Sign up. Place your first bet. FanDuel will give you, listen to this, up to a thousand bucks back in free bets if you don't win. You get paid fast. It's safe and secure. Great promotions every day. No better place to bet America's pastime than on America's number one sportsbook. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Always use the promo code Colin to get the deal. Get you started. It's called No Sweat First Bet, up to $1,000. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, and Louisiana. Permitted parishes only. Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem, 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42-ARIZONA, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, Jersey, and Virginia, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan, 1-877-HOP E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369 in New York, Tennessee. Redline 1-800-889-9789 Tennessee. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires. All-weather tires dedicated winter tires go to tirerack.com use the tire decision guide to get personalized tire recommendation the right tires for how what and where you drive choose from the full line of michelin tires ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers you'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years mobile tire installations available all over the country have you heard about this 
They bring new tires to your home or work. Install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their Michelin test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. All right, my buddy, Nick Wright. We don't bring Nick on as much because, A, he's got his own podcast. B, he's becoming a rock star. Oh, yeah. He's married with a bunch of kids. That part's and true. the truth is he's doing. The married with a bunch of kids thing, man. I don't know how people do it. I mean, I've been doing it, but God dog it. It ain't easy. It, a lot going on. But days are long and the years fly by. My son's now taller than me. That's unbelievable. The son is, that's your son that when I was moving out of L.A., you brought to the resort I yeah. was at, and he swam with my kids. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the really yeah. sharp kid, like, I don't know if it's inventor yeah. or computer. I know, like, he does cool stuff. Yeah. He's taller than you? He's 6'3". And you're a big guy. <laughs> you're 6'2 and I'm a half. Six two. Yeah. That's unbelievable. <laughs> That's unbelievable. It's good to see you, my friend. I miss you. You know, it's been, you know I've been in New York now. Next week is the five-year anniversary of when I moved here. Five well, you years. you know, I think I think New York works for you. First of all, your beautiful wife now has a boutique in Harlem, which yeah. is amazing. I see it. It's called a T. It's it's vintage, but with plus T-R. trendy. Yeah, you got it. It's vintage plus trendy, which is trendage. Yeah, yes. yeah, that is great. Yeah. Oh, she's going to be thrilled. We're going to put that. That's an unpaid Colin Coward endorsement. Actually, cost twenty five <laughs> grand. That's now going to be on the Instagram page. We got that shit for free. Yeah. So it's great. Can I tell you something real quick that you said about New York when I was moving out here? And you're right. It does work for us. And my wife and kids love it. And then we can talk sports. No one really cares about my life. It is. Living in New York is a grind, man. It's like the element of, oh, damn it. I need to go to the store. The fact that that's like, can't, there's nothing quick. There's like nothing easy, like everything involves a process and you got to plan it out. What amazes me is when I see like the little old lady in the winter who lives alone, who just navigates New York by herself. I'm like, wow, you are you are a hustler and you got a 
harder bones than me, man, because I don't, I, I really like it here. I don't think I'll live here the rest of my life. Like, I don't, I think it's hard to come to New York. I think it's hard to live in New York forever if you're not from here, because then every, it always feels like there's just a lot. There's always a lot going on. There's, yeah. it's always it bustling and that's exciting, but it can be draining at times, which you warned me about before I came out here, but it is true. No, I said before kids and after kids, it's fantastic. During kids, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot, man. It's like, oh, you have you have volleyball practice. We have to go to Randall's Island for it. Like what? Like, it's just everything is a little harder than anywhere else. When I was in L.A. recently, uh, one of our coworkers, their kid had a flag football game and he was like, hey, if you're if you're by, come by, swing by. I'm like, oh, that's right. There's like open fields and a lot of kids and there's a parking lot. I'm yeah. like, oh, this is e- this is like what the rest of the country is like. But go ahead. So well, you told me when your, I moved to Los your Angeles. Your beloved Warriors in the NBA finals and oh, yeah. Draymond Green, well, let, number one podcast in the world. All right. Blah, let's blah, let's, blah, 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 let's blah. shift to that. So first of all, I've got a crazy trade idea that I put on the air today. Oh, I didn't see. Okay. The Brooklyn Nets need defense and size. When you're in a conference with Giannis and Joel Embiid, you can't have Kevin Durant as the guy on the floor the last six minutes of a game making the stops. You got He's got to get buckets. The Lakers okay. were second in the NBA in open threes, thanks to LeBron. They have no shooters. Kyrie acknowledged, it was my bad in Cleveland. I wasn't mature enough. Kyrie to LeBron. Don't worry about Westbrook. Irrelevant. Nobody wants him. Let the contract bleed out. AD to KD. He needs a more chill personality, defense, a big. What he doesn't need is another shooter who doesn't really want to defend and wants the ball with a minute left. No, no. That AD's never wanted that pressure. AD defends. He's got size. You need it in the East. Remember, the East, you need bigs. You don't out West. I mean, the Suns are getting rid of DeAndre Ayton. The Warriors' biggest, Kayvon Ludi. Most teams in the West, Jokic. Right, Rudy Gobert could be on the move. It's just Jokic. So, Jokic is the only one. You I mean, Dallas do. now, their biggest, Christian Wood, who's a 6'9", yeah. rail-thin forward. So yeah. I'll throw that at you, is that it kind of makes some sense, right? Take Westbrook out. Nobody wants him eventually. Okay, so here's the thing. So that so Brew actually said that to me off the air today. Chris Broussard. That the only way the Lakers, Chris Broussard said it off the air. Like, because we were in commercial break when that Shams athletic story broke. And we were about to go on the air. And he was, and I was like, Shams is connecting the Lakers to it. And Brew just said offhanded. He was like, is, are they trading Anthony Davis? Because that's the only way they're getting him. And my response to my response to you is, if the, for that trade to happen, if I'm the Lakers, I need more. I don't know what the more is. I don't know that I want Patty Mills because he's so old. I don't know what the more is. I don't know if you have to work in another team, but I don't think I, – as I know you're down on AD, and obviously – He's got injury issues and maybe some motivation. And he's a declining player. But, yeah, but he's still more valuable than Kyrie Irving. Right. He is still more valuable than Kyrie Irving, who has the same injury issues, far greater reliability issues, and he is not the two-way guy that Anthony Davis has proven to be. 
So that is a fascinating one because can you win a title with LeBron AD or LeBron and AD? Yes, we saw it, but you need the rest of the team to be really well formed. Can you win a title with LeBron and Kyrie? Not only did we see it, the rest of the team wasn't all that well formed, and you beat a damn juggernaut to you know to win that title. That one is fascinating, but I would need more if I'm the Lakers. I can't trade AD straight up for Kyrie okay. Irving, but it is a fascinating Remember thing. Remember this. I'm trying to think. Oh, hold on. Let me ask you this. Wait, wait. Let me ask you this. You said forget Westbrook. Now you want to get true wacky town, okay? I give you AD and Russ, and you give me Kyrie and Ben. Take it in a second. That I would do. Because that it's like if you now you are as 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 flawed as Ben is, he's far more valuable than Russ. No question about it. And if you're the Nets, that's the cost. The taxes, and by the way, you've never seen Ben Simmons play, and the Russ contract is expiring. That, if I'm the Lakers, that one I do. Oh, that's an interesting one. I how about this? That one. And I think the contracts work. Oh, that one. That would be one of the biggest NBA trades ever. Okay. So I said this in the preamble to you. LeBron has a history. He even bailed on D. Wade once he was physically vulnerable. Kyrie is not declining. Had his best three-point shooting year ever. AD is. Look it up. Peaked three to four years ago. His field goal percentage is points. He had a terrible shooting year. LeBron. He shot 18% from three. Yeah. I don't know how it wasn't a bigger story. 18%. Yeah. Like, which is un- impossibly bad. It was, it, it was in the discussion for the worst three point shooting year yep. by any player ever. But go ahead. So, Kyrie's not a declining player. LeBron plays two more games. He wins the NBA scoring title. He's declining in availability. He is not declining in the ability to get baskets. LeBron knows. LeBron gets the most out of everybody. Kyrie acknowledged, we broke up. My bad, I was immature. So LeBron has bailed on his best friend, D-Wade. Remember D-Wade at the end? He, he would struggle. Yeah. He, he needed like four days rest for his right knee. Of course. Chris Bosh, yep. great player, great guy, good friend. Had health issues. LeBron will bail on a friend if he feels they're declining. Kyrie's not available, but he's not declining. He is still the best small finisher in the sport. It is fascinating one, Colin. I listen, I have been I've been talking since December. At first, it was a little tongue in cheek, a little serious. When it looked when the Nets weren't playing Kyrie at all, when it was looked like they were going to get zero games out of him. And we knew he had this contract coming up and the Russ thing clearly wasn't working. I said in December, Russ for Kyrie. I was like, you guys, people can say that sounds ridiculous, but if you're going to get zero games out of him and then he's going to walk, he's worth zero. At least see if Russ reunited with Kevin Durant. This was when they still had Harden, keep in mind. You know what I mean? You're, you, the, the Nets had Harden and, and KD. I was like, it might be worth a try if you're Brooklyn. Uh, and then. It just seems to be more and more slow momentum towards a Kyrie and LeBron reunion. It does seem like that because now I do understand 
the, the, here and here is where the Nets have to be careful because this is not a situation like uh, Ben Simmons asking out with four years left on his deal. This is not an Anthony Davis asking out even with one year left on his deal. This is a player who can be a free agent in Kyrie Irving right now. So if the Nets are like, we're not going to make the, help you out and send you to the Lakers, he can opt out, be a free agent, and sign anywhere he wants. And I know people are like, oh, only the bad teams have cap space. Man, the Lakers can't clear up the cap space without trading Russ. But other teams can clear up cap space. The Clippers could find a way to get Kyrie Irving quickly. Yeah. The Knicks could easily clear up the cap space to sign him outright. And if you're the Nets, can you if you if Kyrie goes to you and says, I want you to find a way to trade me to team X. And if you don't, I am opting out and I'm not asking for a trade anywhere. I am signing with the Knicks. Can you can you deal with that if you're the Nets of losing Kyrie Irving to the fucking Knicks across the bridge for nothing? I don't think you can. Yeah. So I don't think nope. the Nets have leverage the way most people think they do. The Blazers have leverage. Like, I don't know if they would use it if Dame were to, because Dame's been such a good citizen and such a great teammate, but he's under contract, right? The Lakers have leverage with Anthony Davis. He's under contract. The Nets have no leverage with Kyrie because he's not under contract if he opts out. And that's immediate. It's interesting. It's interesting. I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. That's a good one, Colin. Okay, so let's pivot. So Draymond Green called Nick out. I want to run the piece of video we have. We'll start with this. Let's roll the tape on Draymond Green. Very popular podcast that happens to be on this network. The volume. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Nick Wright comes out and say, uh, Steph Curry's that's it. He'll never see the finals again. And Andrew Wiggins, three years, $95 million left on his deal. Why would they go do that worst trade and blah, blah, blah? I hope you're willing to stand on that word, brother. Stand on that and tell us why you thought that. Tell us why you thought that. Tell us why this whole series you've been yapping and yapping and then all of a sudden you want to switch to the doves. Tell us why. Because what's in question is your basketball knowledge. Okay, Nick, um, it, it is interesting because... Obviously, I defend Draymond. I thought he was so good in the last couple of games of the series. He was so Draymond. He was such a catalyst. Um, I always argued that the great teams have always had players who know exactly what they are. Manu Ginobili came off the bench. He would have started for 27 teams. He knew exactly what he was. Um Pippen knew exactly what he was. So did Ron Harper. Harper averaged 20 a game for the Clippers when he came over. But that's not what they needed from him. The great teams have these players um, that could score more, that could do more. Now, Draymond's not a, a great scorer, but I've always felt he is the bouncer with the nightclub and that he controls his emotions more than people think he does and that his job is to be a more skilled Rodman. He's trying to be annoying. And I really yeah, think, of course. I think it really, really works because when he goes to more skilled players and disrupt them, like he did with Jalen Brown, 
I thought it was in, in, incredibly important. So that's why I argue guys like Draymond historically have immense value. I All that's true. So I want to, there's a lot of stuff here yeah. I want to address. I'm going to do it in reverse order. Everything you said is true. It is also true that through four finals games, he was having arguably the worst finals of any future Hall of Famer ever. <laughs> the, his finals is fine through four games. The first game was by basketball references game score metric, the worst playoff game of his life. His second game was he I thought he was actually kind of good. That was a game where he was totally unhinged insane in it. Yeah. The third game was the worst game of his life by that same metric. His fourth game, he was so bad, his mother called him out on Twitter <laughs> and his coach benched him. Game five, he was really good in the first half. In the second half, he had four fouls, fouled out, took zero shots. And then in game six, he was excellent. There's, he was excellent. He was on both ends of the court. That's Draymond. That's a fair reading of Draymond Green's NBA Finals. Okay? That's the finals. Now we go, you know, we we open up the aperture, as my buddy Kevin Wilds would say. Draymond Green's one of the, he, he called himself the greatest defensive player ever. That's nonsense. Is he one of the three greatest defensive players of his era? Without a doubt. Is he a future Hall of Famer? Without a doubt. Is he, in my opinion, more important than Clay Thompson has been in this Warriors dynastic run? It is close, but yes. Because I think you can find in this league a shooter more easily than you can find a guy who's going to do all the little shit Draymond does on offense. The offense has gone away this year, but he used to, I mean, he scored 32 yeah. in game seven of the finals. Dude had 32, 15, and nine, in, or <laughs> 10 and nine in game seven of the finals that they lost to LeBron. He used to be able to score the basketball. Um, and his passing is great. And he's a good, at times, great defender now. There was a three-year stretch where he was the most devastating defender in basketball. He won one defensive player of the year, finished second the two other years to Kawhi Leonard. I came on your show before I even had my own show and said Draymond was the best defender in basketball. So all that's true about his career, right? He is not the rebounder Rodman was, but he is a better offensive player than Rodman yeah. was. Modern Rodman is a great comp, right? Okay. Yeah. Now to what Draymond said about me. I... Unlike, here's one of the reasons you and I get along, Colin. In addition to the many things we, you know, that we have in common, here is maybe one of the most important. We are two of the only members of the media that understand what's good for the goose and good for the gander. We make our living making bold proclamations, talking a little bit of shit, taking a little time at times pointed jabs, and Trying to trying to literally predict the future. You don't do the predict the future stuff as much as I do, but you do some of it. Everything about picking a game or a champion is yeah. predicting the future, which, by the way, not possible. You can have informed speculation. And you and I understand that occasionally we're going to have big swings and crush it over the fence. And occasionally, yeah. not only are we going to miss the ball, Bat's going to fly out of our hand and hit the old lady in the front row, and people are going to bring that shit up for a couple years. And you got to take it. My Andrew Wiggins take that is 
gone international at this point. I was getting tweets in Hebrew. It was on it was on K-pop TikTok. Okay, it has gone international for being a bad take. I was wrong. Draymond said, so this is my issue with what Draymond said. Draymond said, I hope you stand on it. I, if I were to ask, talk to Draymond, I would say, what do you mean by stand on it? Like, do you mean by admit I said it? Like, not say that's a deep fake? Okay, I will stand on that. Are you saying, I hope you still believe that? Of course, I don't still believe that. I was wrong. Like, Andrew Wiggins played better than I expected him to. I yeah. said they wouldn't ever make the finals. They just won the championship. So I can't stand on that part of the take. It lit, What I said wouldn't happen did happen. Um, so I, I just missed on it. And that that happens. The only frustration I have is not directed at Draymond. Because Draymond is new media. And by the way, Draymond, I'm not sure where they teach new media classes. But if you're going to be in new media, you should probably get some of the stuff right. Like when you say, <laughs> oh, and now you want to switch your pick to the Warriors. No, my friend, it was actually worse than that. I picked the Warriors. Then I switched my pick to Boston. So I was wrong. But you were wrong in your new media about what I was wrong about. Okay. But here is what is frustrating to me. My colleagues. Not like Wilds Brew, but like general college sports media who have shared that two and a half year old Andrew Wiggins clip when you know how I know that's an old clip because I don't have hair and I'm in the studio. It's been two and a half fucking years <laughs> since I've been in the studio and, I, and since I had a shaved head. So it's an old clip. Um, but folks pretending that what I said there wasn't mostly consensus opinion yeah. really irks me. Yeah. Andrew Wiggins was considered a huge miss and the worst contract in sports. Now the Warriors to their credit saw something I didn't. And that's why Bob Myers makes the big bucks. But the idea that I was the only person criticizing the Andrew Wiggins trade is so ahistorical, but I said this on TV today and I'll say it again. I hope everyone has their old TikToks ready to send this to me in 2025. I saw the odds, championship odds for your beloved Warriors. They're the favorites to repeat. Man, get out of here. They are not winning the title next year. The, and by the way, everyone should send, everyone associated with the Warriors should send uh, edible arrangements and bouquets to Chris Middleton thanking him for being hurt because if he doesn't get hurt the bucks kick the shit out of everybody <laughs> nobody was beating milwaukee Giannis, everyone i love people like oh Mil boston gave Giannis trouble they did he averaged 35 and 15 i don't think they gave him that much trouble um so what well, there's my rant there's my answer to well, it, and by the way can you since you're his boss can you tell him i would like to come on the draymond green show Okay. And I will, I will stand on it. Tell him that I will come on the show. We can share some Lobos tequila. We're both clutch clients. We, Mav, Mav can be the moderator. We have a lot of things in common. Uh, you know, he, he's got a chirpy mother. I've got a chirpy wife. We've got some things that we can <laughs> see eye to eye on and we can discuss whatever he wants. He's actually, they tell him. I will. He's actually, uh, he he has a, a he's very coachable. People wouldn't um, you wouldn't suspect that being a rich you know hundred million net worth star. 
he's as coachable as any athlete I've ever had. He's constantly saying, don't, don't tell me how good I am. What do I got to get better at? Which is such a redeemable quality for well, then Anybody. you should tell him to take that invisible backpack off when he's taking three pointers. <laughs> That's what you should tell him. Be like, "Hey, Draymond, that that little that little white rock you have on your back when you're shooting threes, you pretend <laughs> it's not there." The volume. Make sure to check out the Draymond Green Show. I brought Draymond Green into the volume because one of the more entertaining voices in sports, unique perspective, understands behind the rope, also chops up with guests like Gary Payton, Zach Levine, Tracy McGrady. Make sure download the Draymond Green Show wherever you get your podcasts, only on the Volume Podcast Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.